You take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, where we bring you everything from Wilford Brimley power violence ballads to harsh noise in the hood. My name is Phil, with me is Mike. Hey. And Frank. Yo. And we're here to talk about some fucking metal. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> of the uh, underground persuasion. It's always, a, always exciting here. <laughs> Never a dull moment. I believe you're starting off this week. Yes, sir. Um, we're going to be talking about a band called Complete Failure first. Are we? Yeah. Okay. And their album, The Art Gospel of Aggravated Assault. These guys are out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This album was released in 2013. They have another one coming out in October. So let's hear The Art Gospel of Aggravated Assault for about a minute. Fucking drums are relentless. Yup, that just never stops, dude. It's so aggressive. Um, that's immediately what stuck out to me as far as like uh, chaotic, hardcore, grindy stuff goes. But um, yeah, I'm bringing you guys a fucking chaotic, hardcore sandwich with a weird filling. So you can find these guys at comfail.bandcamp.com, and can you? You could try. Okay. I actually recommend that you do. Yeah, but if you don't type that in correctly, it'll be a complete failure. <laughs> Why did that take you so long? I I don't know. So, moving straight forward <laughs> along. The most quick-witted. <clears throat> Next, we're going to take a look at Demon Eye. Let's just let's run that first, and then we'll talk. Let's 
yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm about that. Yeah, man. I mean, what struck me was uh, the obvious throwbacky sort of proto heavy metal type. Yeah. And it was catchy. Like normally, that's a hit or miss for me. I'm not really into a lot of like heavy metal throwback, but I guess it was enough like Sabbath with like catchy vocals that I was just like, "Fuck yeah!" I was not expecting those vocals at all. Yeah, I wasn't either. Mm-hmm. But it's catchy. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very Uncle Acid. Yeah, I like that. I'm a big fan of that. So, again, that was Demon Eye, and the album is Prophecies and Lies. These guys are from Raleigh, North Carolina, and that track was Redeemer. And this was released in August of this year. Nice. So, finally, we're going to run over to Bastard Feast and their album Osculum in Flame. O-S-C-U-L-U-M. So let's uh, check out Old Father for a minute. grindcore path it's it's become so desirable i dude i love fucking two-step beats um and especially going with you to this hardcore and kind of traveling backwards a bit i love punk rock that's where i started and then i tried to like shun it and and that was nearsighted yeah you you gotta being a big dummy doing that big old (laughs) dumb-dumb So, that was fucking cool as shit, though. Yeah. Um, fuck. Uh, who's the producer from Converge? Kurt Blue. It really reminds me of something he would have mastered. I could see that. But uh, these dudes are cool as shit. Uh, check out bastardfeast.bandcamp.com. These guys are from Portland, Oregon, and this was released July 2014. I really hope they're working on something new. So. Yeah, really. Yeah. So I'll stop showing off and hand it off to I believe that's me, yeah. Uh, We're going to keep it right down that path. (laughs) First band I'm bringing in today is called Thetan, which the name caught me immediately because I'm assuming that's a Scientology reference. Yeah. I I knew I knew that somewhere. The the Thetan levels or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. The the fucking... The things that you go and get the e-meter read and they tell you how many of these beings are living inside of you. But not before you dump ridiculous money. Oh, no, no. You, you can get the first. You can get readings for free. You can just walk in there and be like, I, 
I I feel off and and maybe they they were they were out in public doing it once and I did a fucking e meter reading. Had, they had their metal nunchucks. Oh my god, it's the weirdest thing. It's like you know the you know when you talk to someone who's like super fake nice because they're they're representing something. Oh yeah, all the yeah, time. that's what they're all like. Ugh. Yeah, it's super weird. Anyway, uh, enough about Scientology. Uh, let's fucking roll this clip from Thetan. Oh, yeah. I had my fingers crossed that was going to happen. So I chose that track in particular because it's a 54-second build-up <laughs> for three seconds of Grindcore. <laughs> it's a 57-second song. Um, it's it's moments like that. It's like, God, fucking Grind is just genius. Gri- there's always been a sense of humor about it and, and kind of a, a self-awareness. To the mm-hmm. fact that it's so ridiculous that has allowed bands to do shit like that, which it's awesome and cracks me the fuck up at the same time. I know you hate the Locust, but weren't they like a jokey sort of thing? I, I, dude, yeah, wrong, I haven't wrong. thought about the Locust in years, and I was hoping to never do it again. All right, what about um fucking an albatross? Mm, be lying if I said I remembered much about them. Okay. <laughs> Daughters. Damn. Girl. A little more <laughs> like fucking. I, I'm remembering that being more along the lines of fucking hardcore than like. They're still kicking around. They're, they're still doing. Yeah, shit. I remember hearing. Then they they put out an album a couple years ago, right? Yeah, they're touring around with somebody. Yeah, I remember listening to it. I just for some reason am blanking on it right now. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> this fucking band. I'm not giving them any sort of time talking about Scientology and fucking oh, the locusts. <laughs> um, <laughs> but man. that was uh, that was the grand announcement off of their album "Laughed At by the Gods," uh, which came out in I don't know. I'm terrible with release dates. I mean to get better at that. Uh, 2014. And looking at their Facebook, it looks like they're up to some shit. But they haven't said much about it. Uh, they're out of Nashville, Tennessee. So we'll be keeping you updated. Did we mention Sammy's not here? No, we didn't. Okay. Sammy. Just, just tell we me. We love you, Sammy. <laughs> 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 So, yeah, <laughs> me and Phil brought in some more bands, and uh, it might seem like we're going a little fast right now, but I know I fucking crammed the ass end of this show full for uh, 
for Sammy. So. Yeah, did you do that all like last night and this morning? Because that was not there when I was putting shit up yesterday. Yeah, like last thing last night, I was like, "Fuck it, more stuff." More. <laughs> yeah, you can check them out at uh, theton.bandcamp.com. I liked nice it. I'm gonna check them out. You should. Uh, it's gotta get my theton levels up. Yes, <laughs> we all need to get our theton levels up. Yeah, if we're gonna make it. So. Gonna go a little more classic hardcore with this uh, <laughs> with this next one. This band is called In School, and we're gonna play the track Bloodlust off of their EP Cement Fucker. so much yeah i love shit that really strips hardcore back down to its roots you know not even fucking like we're talking prior to fucking breakdown days when it was just fucking circle pit (laughs) Um, it's super aggressive punk yeah yeah i mean that's what it was it was called Mm -hmm. fucking uh, hardcore punk or punk hardcore however the fuck it was uh however the fuck you wanted to say it at the time depending on where you were uh, these guys are based out of New York, and having poked around a little bit, from what I can tell, it seems like they've actually been around for a while, um, just having a hard time tracking down older material. But that came out in June of 2016. Uh, found out there was a there were 500 pressings of the 7-inch, went to try and buy it, and it was sold out, and I was super bummed. Uh. Yeah. So that that's the downside to bands doing shit like old school <laughs> hardcore bands. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can find them at inschool.bandcamp.com, and apparently the name comes from the fact that they like to uh, to sneak into schools back in the day. I don't know if that means like while they were in session or the, I, I I have no idea. They just <laughs> that. That leaves with leaving uh, leaves me with a lot of questions. Yeah, you and me both, and they'll probably never be answered because I will forget to research it further. Everything <laughs> really just sets those vocals up. I really like that. So, uh, gonna stick with with some power violence. So, really not changing it up too much. <laughs> but uh, this is a band called Congenital Death, based out of Philadelphia. And we're going to roll with the song Alyosha the Pot off of their album Fuck Love, Prophet of Death. (laughs) 
10 slices of pizza out of 10 slices. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They're really fucking good. Uh, that album, I believe, came out recently. Uh, it's also June of 2016. Uh, they appear to still be very active, and you can find them at congenitaldeath.bandcamp.com. Always cool to hear fucking ridiculous shit like that out of Philly. Hometown heroes. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking good. It's uh, They're all over the fucking place, too really cool discography it's like i always like to to roll with something off of the most recent release yeah but um like i started out listening to some of their earlier shit i was like oh this is fucking it's fucking good i wanted to play some shit off of that but i was like oh they got newer shit so we should promote that dude in the vein in the similar vein of what we've been covering a lot of today dude i have been listening to the fuck out of ritual blade so go back listen to that episode if you want to hear them or just go check them out I think that both of you should too it's fucking they're so good but it's <laughs> it's a, it's difficult even for us to keep up with all the fucking bands that we cover oh hell yeah that's why I love having the permanent archive I can just go uh-huh. back and check it out yeah and anyone out there who's like well we don't have an archive uh, just go fucking look at the episode descriptions or listen to the episodes again well, I <laughs> wish I could say look at the episode descriptions, but that's what I do every week when I message all of the bands. Oh, they're in there. Okay, all right. <laughs> take takesy backsies. Yeah, Tom does do some stuff. Look at you! <laughs> so fucking proud. It's, which I forgot to mention. Uh, he was uh, he was apparently turning into an Italian chef earlier during one of the sound clips. Very cryptic. <laughs> So he was tasting an imaginary sauce. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That was you telling me to talk louder. And I'm trying, guys. I really am. <laughs> My voice doesn't carry. Just start fucking gut punching you. I get yelled, but that feels wrong. <laughs> I feel like I'll get yelled at. Uh, you have a mic in front of you. <laughs> Speak with purpose. There we go. Pot call on the kettle fucking stoned it's like you don't know me i uh yeah that's it for my bands <laughs> that uh, leads us to frank yes who hopefully uh hopefully went a little different than me and mike this week i yeah. did because otherwise i hope you guys really like fucking grind corn power violence <laughs> <laughs> see lucky for the listeners uh both my bands i found by typing in Bandcamp has that you know enter custom genre thing i was like hmm Black and noise, go. Yeah. And one of the first bands I found is a band called American. And we're going to hear uh, part of the song uh, Retinery from the album Coping with Loss. Mm-hmm.
No, that is legitimately blackened noise. Yeah, it's fucking what? soul crushing. <laughs> That's exactly what the fuck that is. I could almost like visualize the slider <laughs> in you, my you mind. Can, you can what? The uh, little tiny cheeseburger. You, you can you can what the slider? Visualize. I was just very highly pronounced. I thought it was funny. Ah. <laughs> I'm trying to talk better. Stop fucking with me. No, you're actually, you're good. That was more correct than <laughs> normal. <laughs> but uh, shit, yeah, so about the tiny cheeseburger, I could visualize it sliding up in my head to make the noise increase. Mm-hmm. I liked that wall of cheeseburgers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it is very, very uh, depressing that... <laughs> It, the whole album just never really lets up in that uh, sense. It's like, especially like that clip right there. Yeah. It makes me think of being in like a metal container filled with water and someone's just hitting the side of it with. There was a bit of oscillation um, that I heard coming through. So, yeah, I could totally understand that. That uh that album also came out in 2014. They do have new. I think they actually had an album that came out this year um oh <laughs> yeah sorry let me pull that up right quick now well too bad because it's happening right now yes uh album's called violate and control also awesome uh it came out in june i like the album title yeah it's again listening to american is like it, it's going to be assault i i you. hope there are some people out there who are looking for the band America, you know, who did Horse With No Name and <laughs> accidentally type in American and get this. <coughs> Oof. We could only hope. <laughs> if you wish to uh, to find that, it's going to be at AmericanX.BandCamp.com. If you want to pick up a cassette of that album. Oh, wait. I don't think you can. Never mind. They're sold out because I tried. Oh. God, we're full of failed attempts at purchasing this week. <laughs> you still can get the digital copy. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, no, same with uh, same within school. I just really wanted that seven inch. All right, Frank, one more, and I might be wish listing everything tonight. Uh, yeah. So this is an act called uh, Redder, I believe is how it's pronounced. R e t t e r. Okay. Um, apparently. So it's from the Germanic word for savior. Um, this is going to be more on the noise side of things. Um, it's I'm going to. Our, our stream has a heavy flow tonight. <laughs> it's a it's the work of Guillermo Pizarro and uh, Danny Katz. I think Danny Katz is doing the vocals, and Guillermo Pizarro, who normally does like field recording, noise type stuff, compositions providing the uh, the background so i'm excited to hear this so we're going to play a little bit from the track liber
Okay. Um, so, just to give everyone an idea, I'm using a ridiculous pair of headphones. They're definitive technology. Symphony ones are like $300 fucking headphones. I, I would never buy something like this. They were a ridiculous gift. But, uh, so everything is very loud and very clear. And I cranked my volume up for that one because as soon as it hit, like as soon as it started, I was like, this is, uh, this, you need to be enveloped in this. Yes. Um, I found myself damn near a legitimate state of panic at one point. Yeah. And that, like, that's exactly what I want out of that. But it was so insanely effective. Yeah. Um, Guillermo Pizarro, when it comes to, uh, I was listening to some of his other work, he is a, he is goddamn amazing. So some of that in the background was field recording, wasn't it? I believe so. Because yes. it certainly sounds like it. He, like you have that that I heard sort of creaking and there, you have that sort of hiss of like being out in the open air. Like he he'll do stuff with field recording. Um, sh- I think sheet metal at times. Uh, just amplified objects. Like yeah, and makes these goddamn nightmarish landscapes i am very 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 impressed with that one like you know i i'm in most of my daily life i need something more musical more rhythmic um so this isn't something i would just throw on at random but like it's something i would love to sit down and like plug my headphones in and really get a good like get the full experience of that project from start to finish. So I, as upon hearing it, I instantly was like, yeah, I'm buying a tape of this. I am. <laughs> of course you are. I cannot wait for that to come in because I, in my room, I have two powered speakers each at like, I forget how much, but it might be like 200 Watts each. <laughs> so yeah, we going to do some more damage to my ears. I, uh, you know, I've been, you very much, I don't want to say flipped my view on noise because I've always kind of, I appreciate it for what it is, but it was just one of those things where it's like, ah, I don't, I, I can't imagine myself ever like really getting into this. And over the years of doing this between the, the YouTube show and the podcast, like I'm at the point now where I've, I've actually, I have an actual appreciation for what's going on there. And it's also fucking, it's altered everything else for me like um listening to the album that we'll be discussing on brutal bruise today you know i had it playing while i was working and where i was working was kind of separate from everyone else so no one was really near me someone walked over and i didn't even think about turning it down because i'm just like i like i guess to most people this would be aggressive or extreme but it's not to me anymore like Mm -hmm. it's just fucking cool for what it and it's still aggressive but we'll get to that um yeah i really fucking dig this dude yeah um so if you're looking to pick up a a copy of that cassette it's going to be at endresultproductions.bandcamp.com um now if you just want to check out uh guillermo pizarro's other works that'll be guillermopizarro.bandcamp.com that's g-u-i oh fuck G-U-I-L-L-E-R-M-O-P-I-Z-A-R-R-O. Yeah, I mean, you guys really kind of fucking 
rounded the bases on that one, but uh, just to voice my opinion, I really like that, and um, it's fucking straight nightmare fuel. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. The, the only problem is that with... Uh, we find this stuff, and because of it, my wallet every time, I'm just like, oh, God <laughs> damn it. No, And the thing, like, so much of this shit is out there, and it's it's especially for what you're getting most of the time, mm-hmm. unbelievably cheap. Yep. You know, like, uh, there, there are plenty of times, especially when I buy a 7-inch, I rarely pay more than 7 bucks for it, usually $4 shipping. LPs are usually, like, $12, $4 shipping. Uh, but when you buy five, six, seven, eight things at a time, it's like, fuck. <laughs> uh, I'm <laughs> eating ramen noodles for the rest of the week. Seriously. So, also, if you... You dug that sound. Uh, on October 28th, there's going to be an event at Century, that bar we saw Cazador and like Wild Dust at. Yeah. Um, called October Hexfest. Um, it says it starts at 5 a.m. on October 28th, <laughs> and it says it goes on until uh, 2 p.m. October 29th. Jesus. It, it can't. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe like... Because they, they are trying... They, you said they currently have, what, 22 fucking noise bands, and they're aiming for 25? Yeah, they have 22. They're aiming for 17 to 25 so far. So think about this. Over the course of... Uh, Guillermo um, Pizarro being one of them. Oh, no shit? Yeah, that's that's why I know about this, yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, well, that's dope, but, but think about this. Uh, this is hardcore over the course of four days. That's about 60 bands, roughly, yeah. give or take a few. Um... They're trying to do 25 in a day. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they were opening their doors at 5. And then, like, to, to, and getting everything fucking set up so that the moment that they're legally allowed to start, they start. Because that's a lot of fucking bands to fit into a day. I'm, uh, I'm definitely trying to go to that. And if it does start at that time, oh, there's going to be some day drinking. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, I'll tell you what, if that's, I'm, I may join you on that one, uh, but we're taking the train and an Uber because yes. I'm not parking my car in that neighborhood for that fucking long, no. <laughs> especially at 5 a.m. Yeah, no, uh, trust me, I was already, I was already planning on the, the train Uber, uh, for, for that one. Oh, good. If we do it, it'll be cheaper then. We'll have two mm. of us. And those are, uh, that is what I brought in for the week. Those are our suggestions for this week. Now, actually, they're mandatory. So, uh, yeah, I mean, really, uh, it's because because they're not going to check something out after hearing those clips. Come on, I mean, it's pretty varied this week. Uh, <laughs> we had, uh, we had uh, three varieties: <laughs> we had noise, grind, and proto. Yeah, a lot of cool shit though. Fuck I was yeah. really fucking amped. Just uh, just with my selections, and I fucking... Yeah, this is one where a lot of shit's getting wishlisted this oh, week. Oh, yeah, everything. Uh, I was going to say, it. so in case people haven't realized, it's we're getting closer to fall and winter. Therefore, expect more blackened and noise stuff from me. More uh, power metal and frozen vistas. That as well. Yeah, I'll probably be getting into more lighthearted, upbeat shit because... I'm trying. I'm in denial. I'm in denial that it's going to get colder soon. 
Winter is coming. Summers are getting quick, boys. Yeah, well, um, so that brings us to a segment. Yes. That, uh, <laughs> this, that is, this is one of our favorites. It is, and we started this one before we even started recording, because holy shit. Um, yeah, it's a doozy. Before, before I explain anything, uh, why don't we just roll that clip? unaware uh that was the title track off of niles 2005 release annihilation of the wicked yup um i fucking i love nile i i saw the most ridiculous show with them christian i i I can't even remember who else it went on for so goddamn long because nile must have played a fucking two and a half hour set (sighs) it was one of those ones where i'm like i'm enjoying this but i'm standing so long that i just want it to be over that's that's a lot for your also your mind to take in. Yeah. Um like it's while it's amazing, it's also a little bit exhausting because oh, of their like their transitions and stuff are, are on fucking point. <laughs> I mean, I regularly um excuse me, wait until like I'll I'll post the, the fucking album. I know a lot of the times you'll see it like the day of. Mm-hmm. And fucking, you know, either listen to it if you're not familiar or whatever. Um, I went out of my way to throw it in the fucking group chat yesterday because it's like, ah, it's Annihilation of the Wicked. If you're going to re-listen, you might want to fucking set a set an hour aside to really fucking sit down with it because it's, it's a lot. Um, Nile is one of my, one of my favorite out of, out of the, the tech death genre just because I think what they do is so creative. Uh, them being, you know, Egyptian-themed fucking death metal mm-hmm. is cool as shit, and they incorporate a lot of those weird fucking scales. Yes. Uh, which is... The intro of the CD actually has a um, string part. Yeah. Uh, y- you'll you'll hear it throughout the CD, actually. They do a couple weird little themes. Um, yep. I'm oh watching your face. Yeah, because it's... it's driving me nuts. I 
feel like I know what the instrument's called. It's that hippie stringed instrument with the fucking the sitar. Yes, god damn it! All I, I just wanted to say seder, and I'm like, that's <laughs> not right. <laughs> no, that's very Jewish. Um, <laughs> no, I uh, you, you you completely made me blank there, Mike. Yeah. You see what you did? Oh, I'm sorry. god damn it! Um, now it's a fucking phenomenal album, and I even know where like. I was struggling to think of of an album for today when I was sitting there yesterday, and it just popped into my fucking head. I was like, "Well, goddamn it, yeah," because I like I so frequently do like older fucking punk or hard, and every time I try to think of something, like I'm going back to to older shit, and I was like, "Nah, this is a fucking great album. This is a great album. It's it's heavy." In a way that a lot of tech death isn't because some bands are so focused on the technical aspect that they lose some of the yep. musicality. Nile doesn't do that. Mm. Um, they're that perfect blend of just being technically impressive with really cool fucking song structures and musicality. Um, and fuck, obviously, heavy as shit. Like, yeah. They're not losing. They're not losing the heaviness that sometimes happens. No, actually, going back and listening to this album, it surprised me how straightforward death it could be at sometimes. Yeah, uh, it's you know not losing touch with your roots, I suppose. Um, yeah, I don't know if you're if you were familiar with them prior to this or not. Um, I always liked their aesthetic, and I I mean I was familiar with them in the barest of ways. Like you know, I would catch them on like. I don't know if it was like Headbangers Ball or just me trolling the internet back in the day. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, they were cool. It was just something on my, my back burner list until you right. posted it up. I did check out some of the album. It's cool. It's going to go on my death metal list. Fucking A. If, um, I was say, if I'm not mistaken, I, rem- I think I recall there was like an interview with them in Revolver um, years ago. So, don't hold me to this information. <laughs> when, but, when Revolver still did good articles. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the person interviewing them, I believe, asked them, it's like, oh, so, like, would you ever, like, play in Egypt? To which I'm pretty sure they're, I'm pretty sure this was the band. They're like, uh, pretty sure it's, uh, it's, like, outlawed there. Like, metal's not allowed. Like, so no. Really? <laughs> that's surprising. They made, surprisingly, a lot of places, metal is a problem. Uh, especially nowadays, Egypt kind of Egypt's yeah. kind of on its head anymore, right. unfortunately. Um, but to to pair something with this album was another challenge, you know, because I'm thinking about it ahead of time before I even get to the fucking liquor store. I'm like, I need something that's heavy. I need something that has been crafted beautifully like this needs to be a unique style this needs to be something that really stands out um but that still fucking kicks you in the teeth you know something someone took some time on and and really did something different with because i feel like niall does that with every fucking album i walk into the fucking liquor store i walk into the craft beer aisle and there the first fucking thing i see it's like there's nothing else around it like I guess both the beers next to it had been bought out, and and this this one fucking four pack is like pushed forward, and it stares me in the face, and it's from Founders, so I'm automatically curious. Dionysus himself sent you a fucking sign. 
And um, I, so I, I pick up the four pack and I, I take a look at it. And it's got a fucking, it's got the triple X at the top. It says DKML. Uh, and I read the, I read the tagline, kicks you where you most expect it. And right beneath the fucking name of the beer, I see Imperial Malt Liquor Aged in Bourbon Barrels. And I started laughing in the store. Because it's like, first off, we just did a fucking 40 last week. Yeah, we did. So this is perfect. Um, on on top of the fact that it, I was like, that's exa- that's so fucking different. I've never had something that was an intentional craft malt liquor before. This is a first for me. Yeah. Um, and sure enough, you know, exactly what they said there. Like, it's a style that's kind of looked down on. And we were like, well, why? It's still a style. Like, it just hasn't been given the right treatment. It needs the finishing touches. And I'll tell you what, man. This shit, obviously fucking heavy. It's a 14.2%. Um, doesn't drink like a 14.2%, though. Just like you don't hear Nile and immediately think tech death. Um, it, it just, it's, it's... It's weird. Because at first it... Like I said, when you smell it, um, even in tasting it, it's it's almost like an unrefined barley wine ale. Yeah, which makes perfect sense. Uh huh. But it's um, fucking, it's still it's good. Like oh, it's delicious. I, it's not even like a like it, it's very similar in the way that like a porter and a stout are similar. Mm hmm. But this is uh, it's an intense fucking beer very much it's it's very flavorful it's certainly unique it's the only one i know of i feel like this is making me think that so you bourbon barrel aged malt liquor and obviously it does wonderful things to it i want to i want to bourbon barrel age everything i want to bourbon barrel age apple juice like yeah why the fuck not dude everything <laughs> it'd uh, probably be pretty damn tasty yeah honestly apple juice yeah Everything, any liquid. Oh, got a, got a bourbon barrel age at first. My barrel aged water, it's just stale. My bourbon barrel aged maple syrup. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that'd be delicious. So, it's you know I I can't I. It just it spoke to me and it was right. It that, was right. No, God, I we, do I do like that. We are goddamn artists at this. <laughs> like, this definitely goes down as one of the uh, most fun pairings, up with the fucking forty. Did you did you try some of this? Nah, or? let me get a ah yeah yeah Ooh. absolutely. It's different. You not being one to drink very often, it's certainly gonna hit you. <laughs> that face. Of yeah, that's uh. I don't know. I almost want to say creamier than I was expecting. Maybe, hmm. maybe that's not the word I, you guys I can, would use. But I mean, I think I think you're. Is that the malt? Yeah, uh, it, it makes sense to me. I get it because you're you're just sort of thinking kind of like the opposite of like really bitter. Yes. When you think of hops, and yeah, it is like there's a full body to it. I can see I can see creamy, especially in the mouth feel cream in your mouth. It's it it doesn't <laughs> taste. Fast and loose, like I said earlier. 
<laughs> no, but it plays it. Yeah. Oh, it plays it. I'm, t- I'm, a, I'm a little over halfway through this bottle, and we're about halfway through the episode, and I'm regretting my decisions right now. <laughs> so, I gotta know, what's a, uh, a four-pack going for? Uh, four-pack, I think, with tax, came out to like 17-something. Okay, so yeah, I figured, because I know a lot of their, their barrel-age variants are usually around like the $15, $16 yeah, mark. Yeah, um, I mean, it's pricey, but... Here's the thing, it's fucking delicious, and if your goal is to get fucking hammered, this'll do it. It's it's gonna get you drunk good. Yeah, um, whew, I have two more of these at home. I'm debating right now whether or not what I, I, I drink them when I go home tonight. Um, those, but, those are gonna be good shower beers. Yeah, okay. End so of I was day looking, shower beers, yes. I was looking for the word stout on the bottle, it's intensely thick no 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 give me it again let me get another swag it's a malt liquor um another even you've had barley wine ale before that's got a thick mouthfeel that's not a stout so you're saying this isn't thick because all i'm getting is thickness oh it's certainly thick okay yeah all right let's make sure we're on the same page he's saying there are thick beers that aren't stouts Mm -hmm. oh oh okay but uh, amateur you're learning. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, the fact that... I, I can see the comparisons. The fact that you're even picking up on that is cool. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how much more I can say about it. I mean, I've gushed about Nile, and I'm I'm raving about this beer. So, um, I mean, do, do I need to tell everyone what to do? Do I, it's, does, it, does it need to be... They, they like the instruction. It's kind of like Christian Grey. I mean, oh, we're in a fucking, we're in a, like, uh, a dom-sub relationship with our listeners? I mean, I'm guessing. I I mean, I know there are a couple of you that, that talk to us on a fairly, a couple of you that I know in person, uh, so. I, I mean, I know I get horny when I tell them what bands to listen to. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna call out specifically, uh, Brandon from An Heir to the Oblivion. What up? And, and our boy Jack. Do you do you listen to us to get off by being <laughs> subservient to us telling you what to listen to? Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm that a, that would be a weird scenario because yeah, Jack, actually, you know what? Don't tell us. I don't want to know. <laughs> would I have to tell my girlfriend? <laughs> no, you're, you're like no, <laughs> nah. It's a give and take relationship. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Gotta stop the car. Wow. Um, that got real hot real fast. <laughs> yeah. After you finish the podcast, go and get yourself a copy of Niles Annihilation of the Wicked. Go into your fucking local liquor store. Find the DKML from Founders, and you will not ever regret either of those decisions. Especially when you put them together. Very nice. So we got a, a chock full fucking after... We got, we got all sorts of shit going on. Jesus Christos. Ah, fuck. <laughs> what? I forgot to put something on here. Uh, oh, Well, do you want to just mention it, or do you want to save it till next week? Well, no, there was actually a clip. Um, well, I get that, but I mean, <laughs> you know, obviously we're we're on the fly right now, so. This this is Australia. It's, uh, I mentioned it last week, that Full of Hell and the Body 
did another album together. Oh yeah. shit! The oh. next the next day they put out a, oh, a song right. called uh, "Earth Earth Is a Cage." Tom, are you at all interested in finding that f- and put it at the end? He, I bet you, if we saw his face right now, well, it looks like he's doing it. So he's doing it. Move on. He, yeah, I'm, or we can just fucking talk about how ecstatic we are about this because it, it can't take him that long to find it, right? Oh, no. I'm no. sure it's on YouTube or some it shit is. like that. Perfect. Yeah, let him just pull it up. I mean, are we cool to just roll from the beginning of that clip? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, the first thing you'll notice is the, in my opinion, um, departure from what I was starting to get accustomed to and the bodies, uh, the pink album. No one deserves happiness. And then uh, the body in full of hell almost had a similar tone. Even with the one with Krieg, this has a different feeling to me. Yes. Um, they they were going for something a little bit different. Yeah, fucking cool. And Frank, what was the title of that song again? Earth is, is a cage. Okay. The world is a vampire. What? What? Oh my god! <laughs> oh. You're not even drinking this fourteen point two percent. Look, those two Tom, swigs are hitting me. Tom found it. All so right, let's just uh, let's, let's roll a minute of this. Okay, so initially, just hearing the sort of electronic shit, I'm thinking of like Velvet Acid Christ and like all that sort of uh, like post-industrial like dance shit that came out of it. And I was like, yeah, um, that's cool. And then it's like, it's like they took that and threw the heaviest parts from Skinny Puppy into it. That, like, there's something very fucking industrial about this without at all being a copycat of anything that came before it. It's very different from what I expected. Yes. Both both The Body and Full of Hell always, like, push heavy music into different directions. Especially when they work together. It's it's goddamn magic. This We need them. Um, like, on that note... Uh, I don't know why this makes me immediately think of it, but we had uh, mentioned last week how we were going to have a discussion about um, presidents and metal. We're going to do that in two weeks. Next week is our solo discussion. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about that in a bit because we have some things coming up with that. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, um, getting back into you're right. We do need this, and what I really love about that. And about what I described as soon as I heard it. Um, There's always been this weird sort of a thing where, like, industrial was kind of its own thing, although you can't 
you can't ignore the fact that there were certainly metal influences in the early days. Mm-hmm. And it's always kind of been there up until the two kind of met. And um, you have bands. Uh, I'm blanking. There's a, there's a much older band than Rammstein that um, are basically Rammstein for adults, as, as the band themselves call them. Uh, <coughs> but... Uh, Rammstein's kind of what I'm thinking of. You like that's that's probably the most popular uh, as far as mixing metal and industrial. You know, with the whole like industrial the metal. White Zombie. Yeah, to some extent. Not quite. Yeah, not quite. Okay. But I mean, Rammstein's a good example, so we'll just stick with that because I'm blanking on my all my industrial metal right now. I'm very rusty on that. But um, <laughs> out like. It's this weird thing where there's a separation more than any other subgenre in in that touches metal, um, black metal, fucking thrash, um, doom metal. We're all kind of accepting whether or not you lo- you know say you're a black metal fan and maybe you don't accept death metal and doom metal, but you still recognize it as metal. Where a lot of people who are into metal in general kind of turn their noses at like industrial metal and i've always kind of been like well why it's still it's something different that's that's certainly under our our umbrella even if it's at a far end and um fucking this is cool like to hear full of body or full of full of body (laughs) (laughs) full of hell in the body doing something that's clearly taking some of that influence and throwing it into what the the already insane mixture that they have is really fucking cool and i hope it inspires some new shit yeah uh shit i didn't even think about it that way but um no you're absolutely right i mean and i guess that's what that was my immediate thought jump was the body and full of hell president vice president i but i'm gonna leave that for you or yeah. somebody else. I, I'm, I'm working on a write-up. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So then the uh, one I actually picked isn't going to interfere with you. I haven't even started yet because I'm having a really hard time as to whether I'm going to make it like a total joke or like something that I'm serious about. But wait, you guys will find out in two weeks. Yes. Um, yeah, this was actually spurred on uh, by a uh, comment from Into the Combine. So yeah, fuck yeah, guys. We're yeah. Gonna, we're going to do it. Good dudes over there. If you haven't checked them out, absolutely do. Um, they touch on, if you want to hear some cool conversations about some of the shit that's already a little bit more popular as opposed to being, you know, bombarded by new shit as we do. Um, those are you guys. They are the yin to our yang. Yes, sir. Um, so that amazing clip we just heard, you can, pre-orders are up. Oh, uh, fuck. On, uh, I think, yeah. Thrill Jockey. All right, I guess I'm putting money into my account tonight. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I the day pre-orders were available, I was like, and we're doing that. They have a CD or vinyl. Okay. Oh, fuck yes. Awesome. Awesome. No tape. That, I mean, considering what they do, I'm kind of surprised. I know. That's true. But uh, in general, I thought tapes were more of a uncommon rarity type thing not nowadays yeah 
Uh, they're pretty common. Yeah. There's a lot of shit that's I mean, exclusively on tape, which drives me nuts. I do look for that code orange tape at places now. Like, when we went to This Is Hardcore, I was hopeful to find one. They they were only doing them on that tour. It's, look, you keep saying that. I'm still going to look. <laughs> get into some of the fucking merch trading groups. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay out the ass for it, but you can get it. Yeah. Uh, or if you have anything fucking cool that someone wants to trade for, it's always an option. Uh, but yeah, we're not going to get into all of that. Um, anything else on that? Anyone? No, no, no. I, I, I feel like we gushed over it quite a bit already. Um, so band we've talked about before, I mentioned last week has a new EP out, uh, Cranley Gardens. Their EP is called House of Decay. They've been working on it for Christ. Um, I mean, I've known their bassist Alex for probably about three plus years and just when i had met him they had released fucking valley of locust so they've been working on the cp for like the last two years um and everything i liked on valley of locust they've done just even fucking better um i know a lot of people are weird about deathcore uh which is exactly why i want to do what we're doing right now um I was given the go-ahead to to play a full track off of the new EP. I want to do it specifically because I think there's a lot on this fucking song that's gonna win people over, um, who are who are just anti-deathcore. So even if you're one of those people, fucking stick with it for three minutes because you might be fucking surprised. Uh, you guys are still cool with the full track, right? Oh yeah. Uh, right on. This is Seven Faces by Cranley Gardens.
So that was Seven Faces by Cranley Gardens. That was fucking cool. I have, a, I have a fair bit to say on it, so I'll let you guys go first. Okay. So what I was uh I was I was messaging Alex uh while I was listening through this probably the third time. It was like I have to th- we ha- I have to talk about this. This is like I was I was shocked when I listened to it. Um one of the one of the moments that stands out in that song particularly um you listen to this music long enough and your instinct you, things become predictable you hear certain things and you kind of know what's coming next one of my favorite moments on that song is you hear the china hit in the pause and you're like here comes the breakdown and they're like nope circle pit riff yes <laughs> um, that definitely was going to be one of the things i was definitely going to hit on they the 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 riffs are fucking aggressive. The breakdowns are placed beautifully. Uh, he was like, oh, "I know there's still breakdowns." I was like, "Yeah, you have to have them." Yeah. And what you do, um, but it's about where you place them. And he himself said, "Yeah, we're no Chelsea Grin." <laughs> um, when that that first that first fucking breakdown hits, it's like, oh, and then it's followed up by that like more like death metalish riff. I'm like, fuck, fucking nailed it. Thank you. Like, I. Yeah, uh, the the comparisons to Rose Funeral are um, deserved. Yeah. Mm. See. Okay. Let me. All right. Let me. Let me take the wheel real quick. Yes, please do. Um. All right. So I feel like of the four of us, um, me and Tom, I guess, definitely sort of existed in this sphere. Um, growing up, you know. Uh, Tom, actually, you'll be able to remember this. Uh, who did the cover of Downtown Girl? Or Uptown Girl. Um, it wasn't actually a cover. They just shared the name. Yeah, but and just it was uh, War from a Harlot's Mouth. War from a Harlot's Mouth. Um, All Shall Perish. Um, there's a lot of bands that I think get unfairly judged because the they're the outliers to me that really retain the metal uh, soul. And Cranley Gardens, um, their initial demo that you had showed me was impressive. But this is such a fucking jump to the point of sounding, I don't want to say professional, but <coughs> produced. Um, the production, that was one of the things I mentioned <coughs> to him. I fucking love the production on this because it's clean without having that, that sheen of overproduction. Yes, that like plays. the Lord of Osiris bass drum. Yes. <laughs> that, that goddamn... No, I hate I, it. Which I fuck them anyway. But personally, you know. love. Uh, you say Rose Funeral. I say All Shall Perish because they both have a breakdown that is unique to the two of them that I've never heard troped out to the point where it's predictable. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's technical in the right degrees. I think you're thinking of as uh, as Blood Runs Black. I, I am. You're right. The, okay, but they both have a very similar death metal technical metal at the gates uh balls forward approach and they sprinkle in breakdowns yeah i mean i said to him uh straight out i was like i love how much metal you guys bring into deathcore that's where it gets tricky with a lot of the modern death metal bands uh deathcore bands is a lot of the idiots are gonna okay that's just unfair a lot of the guys <laughs> no, it's fair no it's no fair. no because no, no. we've actually supported some of these um sorts of bands and 
you know what to each their own um but the good cop bad cop thing doesn't really do it for me um and like you you had said there's expectations there's tropes there's uh commonalities that get abused even in death metal or deathcore and we've managed to avoid it all while retaining the identity which i think is super important yeah i mean it's and it's well worth listening to the rest of that ep it's five songs um oh why am i i'm blanking on one of the fucking titles right now it, it, fuck it man it's so good the the whole thing is so good you have a spot where we can get a hold of this uh yeah you can go to cranley gardens one dot bandcamp dot com that's a we- like yeah no i agree it's it's the number one yeah. um they still have a lot of really cool shit i i told everyone last week to get in on the pre-order bundles so if you didn't do it i don't know what to tell you but there's still really cool fucking bundles available um the a physical copy of the CD itself is like five fucking bucks. What? Like, it's insane. Yeah, I mean, you can fucking. Uh, I mean, I'll I'll probably be putting in an order uh, this weekend for one of the shirt and CD bundles. But like, I, I mean, guys, if 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 you're still on that train of being like, I won't listen to anything called deathcore. If this can't change your mind, I don't know what the fuck will, because. Cranley Gardens killed it with this, and they're working on a fucking. They're working on a full length. They said a couple of the songs from this are gonna still maintain the spirit, but get heavier. Which okay, yeah, I can't wait to fucking hear. Um, I, as I said to as I said to him, I was like, you guys are gonna fucking. I was like, some of those riffs are fucking straight ignorant. I was like, you guys <laughs> are gonna fucking light up some pits. Yes, breakdowns like that are nothing to trifle with now mm-hmm. especially after the sort of energy that they put into it right up front yes time you get to that breakdown holy shit um i i know what people who aren't going to even after hearing this take a like like deathcore i have a solution it involves dirt and them being under it <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering if this is gonna be another cringy Oh, moments. <laughs> it's what I do. Not really? No, that was that was, that was tame. Uh, I'm in my older age. I've, I've settled down a bit <laughs> in the last but week. Seriously, <laughs> uh, dudes are from Jersey. They work their asses off constantly. Go fucking show some support. These guys are great. Cranley yeah. fucking gardens. Good shit, man. So um, this next bit I brought in, but I am in no means qualified to pontificate on. So, uh, Phil, you've any interest in talking a little bit about All Out War? Oh, fuck, yes. I mean, I've seen them twice at This Is Hardcore. I am extremely interested in checking out their material, but... All Out War, uh, probably the most qualified band uh, to ever be called Slayer Core. I was about to say, was, I was about to ask, it's like, this is the band that you said that... I should be listening to a lot of. Fuck. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I know there's a teaser for new material. Yes. If you're not already familiar with All Out War, um, fix it because you're <laughs> fucking up. Uh, they're... Holy shit, man. I mean, 
their pits have been some of the most insane that I've seen at This Is Hardcore. And that's saying something because it's This Is Hardcore. Yeah. Um, they go hard. You, you know, you specifically, we went up to the uh, bar for the first year and pit was nuts. <laughs> yeah, just watch. I just like watching the pit. It's like being at a fucking zoo. Um, so we, we, we have some, we have that teaser. Uh, yeah, Tom, you want right? to jam that? Yeah, if your fucking pulse isn't through the fucking roof, see a doctor. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um. God damn it, they're so good. <laughs> I mean, the fucking name is so appropriate. Yeah. All Out War, and it it it, it suits their sound. Um. Jesus Christ, were there are there pre-orders or is it just a teaser? Uh. Because I didn't put this up, so I'm not. Yeah. Jesus. What? Oh. Let's go with uh <laughs> check oh, it out. If there are if there's anything else, it will be posted on social media, so follow us, we'll let you know. I feel like uh with with All Out War, if you're trying to get someone into heavy music and you played All Out War, what you would also have to do is start shaking the person and maybe every now and again hitting them force <laughs> to force them to start getting like aggressive to survive. You ever been in a storm? A storm <laughs> of fists raining down upon you? <laughs> so uh, next up, we actually did a brutal bruise on this one, I believe, about two months ago. Uh, that'll be Satyricon. They've yeah. got new shit. Fuck yeah. Um, I hate to borrow uh, descriptors from other people, but uh, Metal Injection summed it up. This song is fucking grim. So, uh, Tom, why don't you play a little bit of Deep Calleth Upon Deep. I fucking love Satyricon. I, like, there's there's something so perfect about the way they do what they do that no one can no one can replicate. They they do black metal in a very unique fashion. Yeah, like, 
Well, and it's it's kind of like um, it's kind of like when we talk about power metal. Like, there's a certain cheese factor <laughs> that just works for them. Mm-hmm. It, like, that's what I mean. Like, you can't. No one else could pick up and even if you could play it, you can't pick it up and replicate it. I don't know also what it is, but I fucking always love their drums. Yeah. It, I, my my first instinct was cheese, um, but I listened through it and I was like, I slowly came around to it. I'm like, this is just this is fun. I like hearing the story this way, it's like spoken word, almost black metal, like mm-hmm. just gruff and and, and grim. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's bizarre, and I I'll never I'll never quite put my finger on what it is and why I like them as much as I do, but. They j- there's just something that works. All the gears fall into place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, next up, these next two are for Sammy. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm so upset he's not here to talk about this right now. It no, it adds a, a certain comedic element to it. <laughs> yeah, really. I can't. I mean, Christ, it must be an almost weekly basis that Sam brings this next band up. That's why I was like, fuck it, doing it, I'm doing it. <laughs> He'd be upset if we didn't. Yes. It'll give him something to look forward to when he's uh, listening to it. That or he's going to hear it and go, no! <laughs> and that gives him fuel for um, things we'll discuss later. We miss you, Sam. We do. Mm-hmm. And shit, you might get that phone in the mail today. So we're going to talk about, we're going to listen to, because I don't know what to talk about, incantation and... <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a new track from Profane <laughs> Nexus. short little teaser so uh just off of that tiny bit um sam mentions pretty regularly that there are just boatloads of incantation clones out there um i believe the link said they've been kicking it around since 89 that with that sounds about right let's say with that sound that sounds correct yeah um, i mean i really like the inspector gadget riff at the end but uh, I I feel like this is incantation, being aware of. Uh, let's not even call them clones. Let's let's call it what the fuck it is. There are bands that just try to rip off their sound. Um, I feel like this is them saying, "Yeah, you're still not us. Like <laughs> we can still do us better than you can." Mm. Um, because they can. Because none of the none of the fucking bands that are. That are just trying to emulate it without bringing their own flavor to it, have ever fucking done it right? Like, in my opinion, and it's again, it's a shame Sam's not here because he'd fucking, I'm sure he'd have, have. A, a beautifully worded tirade. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> expect to see, I, I, I expect to see Sam blowing up our social media this week. <laughs> We we need his elegant tongue. We do. 
Alrighty, and to finish it off, we're going to talk about, we're going to listen to a bit from a super group, which features past and present members of At The Gates, fuck yeah, The Haunted, The Crown, and Edge of Sanity. Okay. Um, wow, you're getting a little jumpy there, Tom. This is... Tom wants us out. <laughs> <laughs> Go home! He's got baiting to do. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of an <laughs> elegant way to say that. And he is the master. <laughs> Oh, shit. So um, this next band drips with Lovecraftian themes. That's called The Lurking Fear. And Ooh. the uh, album is called The Starving Gods of Old. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, run it. You're still a goddamn absurd. is like it's frantic <laughs> everything about that made me super happy yeah i'm i'm gonna check it out i mean i fucking love at the gates uh, yeah i want more of this i i that's it i just want more <laughs> yeah fucking check that shit out um mm-hmm. that album is out oh shit that fact i do know sweet there you go there's one. <laughs> okay, so uh, discussion. We don't have anything big to talk about this week. This episode has actually been, uh, we've had a lot to talk about tonight. So, But something we do need to discuss. Um, our second installment of Solo of the Month. Mm. That will be next week's episode. Now, here's the deal. I'm going to post a link tonight. Well, not a link. I'm going to post a... I'm going to make a post tonight. We want fan submissions. Uh, One will be selected. Haven't decided how yet, uh, but it'll happen. So, there will be a post that will go up tonight. Uh, Post your choices. Um, It could be anything. Anything. Let's see... Let's see if you can do it better. And that will be uh, that will be one of the five solos played next week. Mm. So we're gonna see how our fans, uh, well, not fan, how our listeners do. I hate the word fans. Um, but we'll see how the listeners do. Maybe you guys can fucking, maybe you guys can show us what's up, or maybe you'll just get shit on. <laughs> like as far as I last checked, Mike's selection from last month. Yeah, he's getting think, shit on. I think you have zero votes still. Damn. Boom. <laughs> that's what you get. Damn. No, sorry, that's Frank. Oh what? shit! You're right. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, Frank, you have zero votes. <laughs> 
Fucking trash. Fucking oh, fucking tasteless motherfuckers. Trash <sighs> thrash solos. Oh, they're so mm. so good. I mean, <laughs> I can hit all these notes. They don't make sense, but I can do it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't respect the classics, goddammit. This is going to get real fun, guys. Uh, so fucking submit. Submit choices. Uh, I, I don't have a whole lot. And vote. Uh, I will be pulling that poll down probably this weekend. Um, try to get your votes in by Friday. Yeah. Damn it. I was really hoping that you weren't the one I could tell you to stop bringing that bougie shit here. <laughs> bougie shit. That's what we'll see. Yeah. Get your votes in by Friday. Uh, and the winner of the first fucking soul of the month will be announced. And um, it's probably going to get dirty from there. So, you know, tune in, pay attention, and see uh, see how you do. Fuck yeah. Hey, while we're at it... Um Check out fthepit.com for uh, most of your needs uh, getting in contact with us. We've got our SoundCloud, I believe our, our Twitter, um, uh, a link to our SoundCloud. Get we right get, to that new As long as that exists. It's a, <laughs> it's a link to everything, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much all of our social media. Uh, go there and fucking like, comment, subscribe, download. Please download. Please download. It is, for whatever fucking reason, the most important thing in the podcast world is your fucking download. So help us out there. I don't care if you download it, then delete it immediately and stream it. But just download it. Yeah. Um, you know, rate, review on iTunes. That helps us also tremendously. Uh, Give us hearts on SoundCloud. I, I believe that helps us get uh, higher fucking... It'll do something. Yeah, you know. But all those things you can do from our, our beautiful little landing page, fthepit.com. Nice and simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank, I believe uh, believe we're, we're, we're arriving somewhere. We are. That place would be our destination. Oh, shit. <laughs> which oh, we, shit. Yeah, which we have uh, <laughs> arrived at. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Vote for Captor of Sin. Good night, ladies. <laughs>